Good afternoon and good morning and good evening and welcome to stay.intohisword.com and I am your host. It's wonderful to be able to speak to you once again on behalf of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today we are continuing on our theme. Do you remember what the theme is? The theme comes from the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 17 and the text reads as thus so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God well we need to stay into his word so that we can have our faith increased and by staying into the word and by then our faith will be increased it cometh by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and 17. Praise God. Thank you once again for all you listeners, new and old. We are so thankful that you have decided to follow us. We are available. We can be found on all of the podcast outlets, uh, iHeart, um, Deezer, Spotify, Pandora, Stetcher, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, we are there. Uh, uh, there's another one called Podcorn, I think it is. Uh, we're there. So, N I N N T O, His Word, all separate. I N N T O, His Word. And we should pop right up. You'll see our logo there, the lily. Uh, there's a purpose for the lily. And uh, we will uh, I hope you bought your Bible with you today. Uh, we always trust that you bring the word with you. That's what we try to encourage everyone to do, all the listeners to do, is to bring the word of God with them when they listen to stay.intohisword.com. And by the way, don't forget to look at our webpage, intohisword.com and uh, look for a special link at the bottom of the home page uh, which will take you a direct connection to the store which is Christian Book Distributors and we hope you click on that link and make a purchase to help support us here at intohisword.com and the ministry of reaching souls via radio and via mail Amen. We are endeavoring to send out invitations via mail for people to listen to stay.intohisword.com. We're trying to reach people however we can. Praise the Lord. So now that you have your Bible handy, let us pray. Dear Lord and Savior, we're thankful today for this opportunity to share your word with those that are hungry and those that want to hear. Today we are continuing on the theme of Romans chapter 10 and 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Help our faith to be increased and help us to realize that we can make it by staying into your word. In the name of Jesus, we ask you to touch each and every person that's been afflicted, that has loved ones that's been afflicted, by this pandemic plague that has been 
from roam, roaming uh, to and fro throughout this entire world. So we ask you to to minister to in that area and heal and touch and strengthen the family members uh, that haven't been touched, but yet and still they're 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 experiencing hurt because of their loved ones that's going through it. I ask you, God, that the people that are in charge, that's running the show, that's running our country, uh, that's running our United States uh, and our local governments, that you give them wisdom and knowledge and total understanding and the correct things to do and the correct ways to open up and help those that are at home to still and abroad and, and going out to stores and churches and, and workplaces and uh, restaurants to still practice the social distancing and the, and the PPE, personal protective equipment, wearing of masks and gloves, hand sanitizing, washing frequently. Hallelujah. Lord, let us not forget, as the children of Israel did, and the Bible tells us that don't forget what I'm going to paraphrase. Don't forget what the Lord has done. At least thy belly be full and you forget the Lord. So when you're doing well, don't forget what God has done and what God has brought us through. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that you've done in our lives. Keep us strong. Keep us in your word. Help us to be faithful. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us at stay.intohisword.com. Don't forget on Mondays, we do have uh, words of wisdom on Mondays uh, posted. Uh, hallelujah. That comes on at 4 a.m. And we do have uh, our trivia Tuesday. Hallelujah. And we, we welcome you to tune in for Trivia Tuesday. It's not too difficult, just something to sharpen your sword or sharpen your your mind on the word of God. You know, if we keep our mind on the word of God, uh, we can't go wrong. Uh, it will encourage us, it will keep us, and it will strengthen us. All right, so without further ado, we're going to take the text today. We'll take our text from the book of Daniel. So turn with me, if you would, please, in your Bibles to the book of Daniel. And we'll get, uh, when we get there, we'll get right on into it. And we'll enjoy the word of the Lord. So Daniel. Chapter 10 and verse 13. But the prince and the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days, for yet the vision is for many days. Amen. So this vision is for many days, and it's going to take many days for some of us to have victory, to gain victory over uh, certain things in life. We have to be faithful. We have Michael uh, going to Daniel's aid. 
to let him know that he was had problems, but for many days is the key. Many days we have to keep trying and trying and trying. So the title of this message is Try, Try Again. If you fail at your first attempt, remember that you are not a failure. You just failed at what you were trying to accomplish. So failure is an event. Hallelujah. You are not a failure. You are created in the image of God. And I know um, oftentimes I've mentioned before that, that I like to work with wood. And as I work with wood, sometimes I make a mistake. Or if I'm cutting something, I remember one time I was cutting uh, frames for uh, to replace some screen at the house. So I literally had to make the frame from scratch. Uh, I got the aluminum and I thought I measured right, but I didn't really measure right. And I made the cut and the cut was a little too short. So when you cut something too short, you can't add to it. It's it's a done deal. Luckily, I was able to reuse one of the original pieces of the aluminum. So that didn't make me a failure. It made that event a failure. I failed. I failed at the event of make of cutting that correctly. But God has the ability and God is able and God will bring us through and he will help us to not uh, be a failure, but to accomplish what we are trying to accomplish, especially when it comes down to living for him and for trusting in him. So God has the ability, point one. Point two, God is able. And point three, God will. And we're going to take a quick look at some of those right now. So God has the ability. The word ability means physical power, whether bodily or mentally, natural or acquired, force of understanding, skill in arts or science. Ability is active power or power to perform as to oppose to capacity or power to receive. So we see that God has the ability and active power to perform. Number two, God is able, having a strong or unusual powers of mind or intellect, qualifications, as if it would be a uh, an able minister. The minister is able with unusual powers of the mind and or intellectual qualifications. And God has ministered to us frequently and God will minister to you if you have an open heart and an open mind whenever you open his book and you read his word and you reading it prayerfully and mindfully with an open heart and an open mind and just let God use his uh, his naturally acquired ability to use his unusual powers and intellect and qualifications to minister to you. And God will direct or influence by judgment. Hallelujah. He'll understand the different objects and operate as motives. The judgment determines whether preferable and the will decides which to pursue. So God will make up the decision which way to pursue. You know, sometimes we pray 
and we pray, God, give us a great car, a nice car, you know, a car with nice rims, tires, whatever you like in your car, the fastest car. Uh, it may not, it may just be stretching your, your budget a little bit, but you want that car. But hallelujah, you go and you try to get it, however, financing, paying cash, whatever your your mode or method is of paying. And before you know it, you come out of the dealership, whether it's a used car from the dealership or a brand new car. You may leave with a different car than what your heart's desire was for. Or if you leave with the desired <clears throat> car that you wanted. You may not have gotten on the terms that you wanted, and which means that that was not the will of God because you didn't get what you wanted, and you may not have gotten it according to your will, but you got it according to his will. So his will is often quite different thing from our own desires and from our own will. So God has the ability, God is able, and God will. These are three components we must remember in our walk with God, building our trust in God and knowing God is going to do it. Yes, we know God is going to do it. And that's whatever his will is and not our own will. Let's go, if you would, please, to Daniel. Oh, it was already in Daniel. That's where we took the text from. We'll go to Daniel chapter three. And while we're in, remember, try, try. Again, we're going to be reading from Daniel chapter 3. We got uh, probably quite a few verses here to read, but I think it's important because as we're doing this study on hearing the word and increasing our faith, I really believe that God is working in the hearts and the minds of those that are listening and those that are believing and those that are trusting in his word. And as you have your book, as you have your Bible handy, or if you go back and you listen to this later and, and you whip out your notes, then you're able to study the word and let it just marinate like you put the meat in the, in, in the, in a pan or something and just let it, let it marinate for a while. Just let it soak in, let it, let it get deep into you, into your heart and into your soul. So Daniel chapter three, uh, we're going to start at verse 17. And it says, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the uh, burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the, the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spanked and commanded that they should heat the furnace seven times more than it want to be heated. This was going to be a hot furnace. For those of you that don't know, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, you can read about them in Daniel chapter one, uh, get a little more background on these princes. And as we know, that they were getting ready to be tossed into the fiery furnace. Hallelujah. For some things that they did not want to do. They failed and they did not want to bow down to the ways of the kingdom of the world that Nebuchadnezzar 
his little kingdom, his little empire, the things that he had set up. Not like today. Now that'll preach. I'm not going to preach, hopefully. You know, sometimes we just have to teach, but sometimes the preach comes on. And I can't deny that. It is what it is, and I am what I am. So with Daniel and the and and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, just like it is today in the world, that many people have an opportunity to serve God, but and to worship Him and Him alone. Here's where their opportunity was to worship God and Him and Him alone. But Nebuchadnezzar, the king, wanted them to bow down to their image, to his image, to the image he had built, and to worship it, and to worship when they played certain music, not to worship to godly music, but worship to the uh, to the music that Nebuchadnezzar and his band was going to play. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm almost guaranteeing you it wasn't godly music. But you can read the rest of the book. You can read the first couple of chapters of Daniel for yourself and, and get a real good understanding of that. Continuing here at verse 20. And he commanded most mighty men that they were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and they were cast into the midst of the fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Did you catch that? The king's servants, because the fire was so hot, the fire was so raging, that the king's servants was burned up. When they uh, took uh, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, verse 23, these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto the counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. Yeah, we threw three people into the fire. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. They have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spank and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come forth. And they came hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know about you, but it had me in this old fleshly body. Hallelujah. I know if, if, if I just put my hand too close to the barbecue or to the, the flame on the stove, I can feel the heat. And if my clothes touch it, I can almost guarantee you it's going to be burned up. But if you read earlier on in the book of Daniel, chapters 1 and 2, you'll find out that their faith and their trust was in God. And they knew that God was able to deliver them. And this is what God did. He delivered them from the fiery furnace. Psalms 34 and 18 says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such 
to be of a contrite spirit. Then he goes on to say in 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. So here's your scenario. Daniel, Shadrach, and, and Abednego, their heart was broken. They was upset. They was taken from their country and they was put into slavery and their names was changed from their original names. You can read that on your own. But the Bible tells us that the Lord is going to save them. He's able to deliver. You read the rest of uh, Daniel all the way up uh, chapter three, uh, maybe a little bit in chapter four. Read the whole chapter, the whole book. It won't hurt. But the bottom line is the Lord is able to deliver them out of them all. The Bible tells us many are the afflictions in Psalms 34 and 19 of the righteous. So that's saying they're going to go. We are going to go through some things. We're going to have some difficult times in life. The righteous, those that are trying to do right. Hallelujah. Those that are tried, tried, and they failed a couple of times, but they're not a failure. The event was a failure. So they get back up and they try it again, try it again, try it again. Hallelujah. They may feel some afflictions. They may feel some sorrow and some hurt and some pain. And we talked about afflictions last year sometime. Hallelujah. But the righteous, he says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. And he delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hallelujah. And I, no doubt they must have felt sorrow. No doubt they must have been uh, upset. And Hallelujah. But in Revelations 21 and 14, it says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. So when you used to think that you couldn't do it, when you couldn't, uh, you try, you try, you try again, you kept failing, but you hung in there because God was able to deliver you from that mindset. Because God is able to deliver to you a mindset that says, yes, I can. Hallelujah. He's able to put perform that and to put that in your hand. God will keep his promises. He fulfills his promises. When he was speaking to Abraham. Hallelujah. Speaking of Abraham in Romans chapter 4, verse 20. Let's turn there. Romans chapter 4. Romans 4 and 20. It says, And he staggered not at the promise of God, though through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. This is speaking of Abraham's faith in God. He was, he decided, he did, Bible says he staggered not. That word staggered means he decided. He didn't hesitate. He hesitated not. He decided at the promises of God. He knew God was going to come through for him and he was going to keep the word, keep the promise. Hallelujah. Why? The Bible goes on to say he was being fully persuaded that with I mean, that what he had promised, what God had promised, he was able to perform. What God had promised, he was able to perform. 
Are you fully persuaded today that when you pray and when people talk to you about the word of God and when your faith is increased in the word of God, that God is able? Are you fully persuaded that God is able to perform what he had promised? Hallelujah. He fulfills his promises. Remember what we're talking about. Those first, those three concepts, God has the ability, God is able, and God will. God keeps his word, he's able, he has the ability, and he just proved to us through his word that he keeps his promises. He kept his promise to the children of Israel. He kept his promise to Moses in the Old Testament. When he told Moses that Pharaoh's going to let you go, hallelujah, Moses had to go back a couple of times. Moses had to try, try again, but he held on to the word of God. Moses remembered God when he was a, something happened in Moses's life as a little kid. Hallelujah. How God preserved his life. And I'm no doubt his mother must have told him some intricate details about the saving of his life. Hallelujah. So Moses has some remembrance. Hallelujah. How God had helped him. So Moses, Moses kept the faith and he had tried, tried again, because Moses was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able to perform. Hallelujah. So today, my friend, God is able to perform promises in your heart. God is able to guard your treasure. God is able. He's always able. We show a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. We serve an awesome God. We serve a God that's so good to us. All we have to do is step out on faith and God will, hallelujah, bring things to pass. Hallelujah. We won't be ashamed of him. Hallelujah. Because if we believe in him, we know that we we can be persuaded that everything, everything that God would do will come to pass for us according to his will and according to his riches and glory. Let's turn, if we would, please, to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. Remember the theme. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10 and 17. Try, try again. If this word is not making sense to you when you read the Bible, now I'm reading from the King James Version. It didn't make sense to me at first, but this is the preferred version now. I prefer to read this version over all the other ones because at first it didn't make sense, but I was hungry and I thirsted for the word of God. So I kept reading it, kept reading it. God met me. He fulfilled his promise that said, he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Hallelujah. I kept reading his word, kept reading his word, and it came to pass to where his word got in my heart, and I started to understand the word of God, the King James Version, written in the older language, thee, thou, though, smite, smoke, you know, these type of words, but it started to make sense to me. And then I used the dictionary to help me out, to make more sense. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12 says this, For which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I 
have believed. I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. What? For he is able. Let's read that again. Let me find that in here. For I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Against that day when someone's going to come against you because you've committed your heart to God. You've committed your service to God. You committed to reading the word of God, prayer, fasting, whatever your commitment was. Your commitment, hallelujah, was to move on up a little higher in God and, and get off the ground level. Get off the milk and get on the sincere meat of the word of God. So he's able to guard your treasure, which is your heart, which is your mind, which is your soul. The Bible, he is able to. Now this is, he's able to and he will. Matthew 19 and 21 said, God said unto them, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell all, sell that what thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. He's going to guard your treasure. He's telling you how to get to heaven. Hallelujah. He's saying that, you know, what things are, are really important to you, give them up. Things that are exceedingly, things that are abominable to God, give them up. And you're going to have treasure in heaven. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. All that which is abomination, uh, highly esteemed among men, is an abomination to God. Hallelujah. Give them up. Those things that are highly esteemed among men so that thou shalt have treasure in heaven. Then he says, come and follow me. That's Matthew 19 and 21. He's able to keep you from falling when you feel like you can't make it anymore. Get up. What's the title? Try. Try again. Keep on trying. If at first you don't succeed, I don't know who wrote this, but I remember hearing it as a kid. If at first you don't succeed, try. Try again. Don't be weary in well-doing. Just get up and try. Try again. Let us go, if we would, please, to Jude chapter 1. And you're not going to find too many chapters in the book of Jude, that's for sure. But you will find quite a few verses. Amen? Amen. Jude chapter 24. <laughs> Verse 24. Jude 1 and 24 says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. So, so let it be so. So it is. Because God is able to keep you from falling. And as he presents you faultless for his glory with exceeding joy, he's going to present you, but hallelujah, for him be glory and majesty and dominion and power, both right now, right this very moment, and forever. We serve an awesome God, our God. 
is an awesome God he reigns from heaven above with wisdom power and love our God is an awesome God our God is an awesome God he reigns from heaven above with wisdom power and love our God is an awesome God hallelujah that just came to my heart sometimes songs just come and I just sometimes I gotta let them go and sometimes I I restrain them because I know I don't sound that good but my spirit Hallelujah, just has to get it out, no doubt. Psalms 121 and 4 says, Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall never slumber nor sleep. Who keeps Israel? Anybody got an idea? We should have put that on Trivia Tuesday. But the answer is, God kept trivia. Uh, trivia. God kept Israel. God keeps Israel. He shall never slumber nor sleep. And if you're the apple of his eye, which he says that you are, hallelujah, if you've been grafted in, if you've been born again of the water and of the spirit, hallelujah, baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, according to the scripture, according to his word, in truth and in spirit, hallelujah, there's no other name, no other, no other name under heaven, giving among men whereby we must be saved. We need to read the Acts, the book of Acts, to get a thorough understanding of this baptism formula and pray and pray and pray for understanding. Because I know many that listen don't have this understanding. But this understanding is for those that are hungry and thirst after righteousness. Remember, God, he will keep you from falling he will keep you from swaying to the left hand when you should be going to the right. He'll help you to guard uh, your treasure, which is your heart and your mind. In Psalms, we read in Psalms, he's not sleeping. He don't slumber. He don't sleep. If he didn't slumber, if he wasn't sleeping and tired, hallelujah, and if he didn't fall asleep for the children of Israel in a time of need, he's going to be there for you in the time of your need. Hallelujah. That's the kind of God we serve. He's able to save to the uttermost. Try, try again. Hebrews 7 and 24 says, But this man, because he continueth forever, hath an unchangeable priesthood. An unchangeable priesthood. Who in the world could he be talking about? Hallelujah. For he has an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Wait a minute. God is a spirit. We can't see God, but we can see the spirit that manifested itself in the flesh during these days. They were able to see God manifest in the flesh. So because that Jesus Christ continueth forever and he has an unchangeable priesthood, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that's alive, excuse me, forevermore. Wherefore, he is able to save them, meaning you, 
that came to him by God, seeing he ever liveth, ever liveth. He's not dead. God's not dead. He's alive. God's not dead. He's alive. God's not dead. He's alive. What are you feeling? Do you feel him in your heart? Do you feel him in your mind? That treasured place? He's making intercession for them and he's keeping you all the time. He has the power. Matthew 9 and 6. But he that may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth. For what? To forgive sins. Hallelujah. That's in Matthew uh, 9 and 6. Arise, take up thy bed, and go into thy house. This is what he says to the people, to the man that was sick of palsy. Arise, take up thy bed, and go into thy house. He forgave the sins. He healed the man. He has the power. All power on heaven and earth is in his hand. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, Matthew 28, 18, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Matthew 28, 17 says, and when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. We're always going to have doubters. Hallelujah. Sometimes you can be right up in the church service. Come on. Come on now. You know, you be right in the middle of the church service. Songs going. People clapping, some people shouting, some people dancing the jig, and you're doubting if anything is real. You're doubting if you're going to be touched by God. You're doubting. Hallelujah. Right in the middle of worship. We're human. But if you submit yourself to God and resist the devil, he'll flee from you and you'll get your breakthrough. Try. Try. Again. Don't give up. God is there for you. God will help you through. No problem. That's the kind of God we serve. So don't give up. Just keep on living for God. Keep on seeking after God. He is faithful for all power and will keep you from falling, will save you, will guard your treasure. He keeps his promises and is a deliverer. We serve a great big God. And for those of you who are listening, you may not have a relationship with God. Some newcomers to into his word, to stay.intohisword.com. You may not have a relationship of a meaningful, an intimate relationship with God. See, Christianity for everyone here that's listening today, it's a relationship. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. And, and some of our lifestyles have been compromised. As we read in, in, uh, in the book of Daniel, and I know that some of you are going to crack open that book of Daniel and read the first three to four chapters of the book of Daniel to get a full understanding of what I'm talking about. Because God had, has the ability, God is able, and God will help you to understand his word. Hallelujah. Try, try again. If you think you failed and can't live for God, can't, listen, can't keep listening to stay.intohisword.com, try, try again. Visit intohisword.com. Go to the store. Try, try again. Hallelujah. God is able to meet you. God is able to help you. God is able to guide you. You don't think you can make it? Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had faith that they could make it, but they was tested and they was tried. 
by the King Nebuchadnezzar. They was taken from a place of solitude. They was taken from their loved ones. Hallelujah. But they did not forget God Almighty. And they worshiped him, the one true God. And they praised him. And that God came through for him. And he'll come through for you. All these all this that we're reading, all this that we're talking about, all these encouraging words are designed to encourage us and to encourage you to live for God, to stay connected to stay.intoisword.com. Hallelujah. My whole purpose is to seek and to save that which is lost. Now we're going to conclude with prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for this word today that was able to share not holding anybody up real long because we all have plans. We all have things we'd like to do. Hallelujah. But I help you, Lord, to ex- help us to exercise patience when it comes to reading and understanding and listening to your word. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for listening again to stay.intohisword.com. We, you are encouraged to share this message to come back and join us click on any of the podcast podcast links you'll find on the home webpage at intohisword.com that's i-n-n-t-o his word.com all one word i-n-n-t-o his word.com because we're in to the word here we get in to the word hallelujah one day maybe we'll speak a little longer lord willing hallelujah but i'm not trying to keep up your take up and keep up your time but i do like you to visit us and become a follower stay connected stay plugged in hallelujah until next time we will be back god bless you and thank you for listening to stay that into his word.com